can you learn to be a shaman? I am Samantha Jones Darling, and this is my story. As I've traveled the earth these past five years, I've been told by every healer I've worked with about my own magic, my own light, the leadership contracts I made before coming, my unlocked power within, and I've taken every piece of wisdom offered to me by them right into my heart to fuel the light within to use now. Lightworker, starseed, Palladian, witch, oracle, healer, mystic, shaman, angel on earth, empath, projector, Scorpio, INFJ. In every microculture of spirituality or personality, I am a natural and destined leader of souls ready to transform. Even my Myers-Briggs test said I would be a religious leader or an artist like a chef. About to graduate with a degree in hospitality management with a minor in economics at the time, I dismissed this laughable diagnosis and then went on to unconsciously run my restaurant like a cult. I often joked when I hired new staffers to drink my Kool-Aid, welcome to my church of craft beer, pop art, American music, and hand-tossed pizza dough. When they dove in, we thrived, and we loved each other in the ways that we could. Families were started there. Love was discovered. Abundance was abundant. I remember the fun, passion, and joy of serving experiences the most. I used to tell my kids, if people were simply hungry, they would eat what's in their freezer. But they are here to be served and have an experience. They are here to be with you. Give them yourselves, your direction. Tell them what you think they should have. They'll love it. I could take any Budweiser bottle fan and sell him a $4 craft draft in 30 seconds. When you know what the fuck you're talking about, that's all it takes. So I'm learning, remembering what the fuck I'm talking about. For me, for you, for fun, for life, for everything. This past November, I met and interviewed with three women who are expert and long-time practicing shamanic healers. Each one offers their time to help those who want to grow, for a fee, of course. I knew it was time for me to get another chosen mentor back into my life. I thrive exponentially when I have someone invested in my growth with me. I also believe it's crucial as a mentor to have a mentor, as a coach to have a coach, as a writer to read, as a teacher to learn. Fortunately, I was offered to work with each one to develop my skills. I decided to work with all three one at a time and learn from their varied buffets of experience. It is important to note that I am learning from them in the way that I am remembering what my soul already knows with their guidance. The skills and knowledge are in me. It's up to human me, Samantha Jones darling, to remember or unlock as many things as I can, to break free of limitations. The goal being each time I break through that I get that much closer to love which of course brings me satisfaction and joy and abundance. 
Kelly, my current mentor, calls me a natural shaman. She's listening to my earlier stories and tells me the episode, Let's Begin at the Beginning, is a perfect example of it, the way I created the house to work in. I did a remote healing with the first shaman to address my PTSD. I was struggling with driving, not feeling safe in my body, not feeling safe on earth, and it was limiting my movement and my connections. During this healing experience, I also learned about soul recovery, animal totems, and in my two-hour session, I was able to recover my sense of safety on earth. We picked up my sense of adventure from the streets of Bali where it was spilled alongside my blood in 2018. It looked like a treasure box knocked over with gems and gold scattered around my body. My body shook while she sang and played instruments. My body cried while she journeyed on my behalf back to the beginning. And my body released the fear with her healing light lighting the way. It was a gently powerful session that went on weaving my wounds back together for weeks. I felt a shift immediately and I noticed as my treasures became available to me again. I embraced my animal totem. I gave everything time to integrate and I made plans to get back out there to try again. My second mentor, who I'm working with now, is teaching me and healing me simultaneously, which is my absolute favorite thing ever, as well as hers. This is Kelly. As I find dark corners, she walks next to me, in front of me, lighting the space, and we clear it together. She teaches me how to through the process of doing. Once I am cleared, I can now offer this lamp to others. Each week, I tell her things I have questions about. We unpack it, laughing a lot, and then she gets into the how-to healing part. We are all just walking each other home. Do you see? I'm still not comfortable with the words in my head or in my mouth about me or what I'm doing. Shaman sounds so something. I know it's part of me. It's honestly the most natural thing in the world to me, which is a little weird, but I'm walking into the discomfort and I'm using it to stand on. Today, Kelly reminds me that being a shaman is connectedness to the land, healing through natural elements, and that does resonate with my soul. Calling myself a spiritual mentor feels good. Health advisor sits well. Shaman is growing on me. The world is afraid of what it does not understand, and I was the queen of that castle. A king, really. If only I was better at listening to myself, not ignoring my instincts, and didn't limit myself by allowing the world to tell me what is right, good, and important. My training began back in 2016, starting with my own house, aka my body, clearing out every old idea and limitation that I picked up in my first 40 years. My body, my house. I continue and maintain my health daily. It's my full-time job, and I've gotten to the masterful stage. So now I have room to offer myself in service to others. I will admit, as I adore transparency, that the darks now are the darkest they've ever been. So when I go in, I go all in. 
I have cleared so much. It's a deep dive to what's left. And the highs are equal to that depth, but not exactly. They tend to last longer in an even-keeled way, balancing learning with satisfaction in a misshapen yin-yang temperance. Every good guide has a guide of their own. Every great teacher has 100 more they are learning from. Every leader has a stick with fire that stays lit for all the others to take from. And it takes a team to keep it lit. When I came to Mexico the first time last year in February, I landed in San Miguel de Allende, which is a fun and lively city full of expats, city conveniences like Uber, Asian food delivery, tons of Mexican history, and many English-speaking locals. It's a beautiful scene that I enjoyed visiting, and I do recommend a week there for those who enjoy lots of energy, late nights, and don't mind the party across the street on a Monday that goes until 6 a.m. City life, I suppose that's called. Seeking some more nature and serenity, I'm more of a country girl these days, I asked my body, instead of the internet, where in Mexico would we like to be? Looking at the map, we saw a huge body of water right in the central mountains called Lake Chapala near Guadalajara. I had looked into this area before choosing San Miguel, but passed on it thinking it might be too quiet for me. It's a long-standing retirement community for white-haired Canadians and Americans. Now I was thinking it might be just the right fit. Let's go see. If not, I could keep going west and hit up Sayulita, my third choice. It's about a four and a half drive west, and I hired a driver from Ahihik, which is the town I immersed in for six months, to come get me and my four suitcases of things. He spoke English, and on the drive we became friends. I learned he had lived in Chicago for 20 years, and been a mechanic for high-end cars like Lamborghinis. He's back home in Mexico, married to a younger woman. She wants a baby that soon after she did get, and his family teases him and calls him gringo (laughs) because he likes America. After a few hours of talking, driving, and making videos, I decided to take a siesta. I leaned the seat back and went right to La La Land. I don't know how much time passed, but the next thing that happened is I woke up to my body filling up with an excited energy, like champagne bubbles of light, and I knew it had something to do with the proximity to the lake we were now approaching. I hear myself say, ooh, I think I've lived here before, and I know that it's my soul telling me, guiding me, and I know it's truth when I hear it. Truth has its own vibration. I arrived feeling connected and comfortable and safe. I immediately took a bath with a rosemary coffee scrub, then ate at the inviting pizzeria next door. Shortly after settling in, a few weeks later, I met a local woman in her 50s. We were drawn to each other inexplicably. I invited her to dinner at my house, sight unseen, through a mutual acquaintance. At that dinner, when we touched hands at the table, We had visions simultaneously of living in those mountains together before, and we were both shamans then. Today, we are both healers and intuits. Today, we are both giving our lives to raising the vibration of earth. 
Today, I am remembering what I knew then. So a year later, and I'm in Mexico remembering how to shaman. I'm at the sea instead. I followed the sun and rode Mercury here. I'm writing podcasts and painting. I'm listening to children in my neighborhood play, screaming, laughing, shrieking. I'm taking beach walks and going on adventures in the Yucatan. Next time, I'll tell you about this two-hour massage that I got that I've never experienced like before. Holy fuck, that was something else. (sighs) We are all walking each other home. We explore to restore. This is Samantha Jones, darling. Thank you so much for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this story today. Feel free to leave me a comment and feel invited to share a link with a friend.